The following Noble Path talk is part of an informal series offered to Sangha members over Zoom during monthly online meetings for those who've been practicing at the Zen Center of New York City, Fire Lotus Temple. Each Sangha member shares their experience of how they came to find the Dharma and how their practice has been developing. We hope you enjoy the diversity of voices and experiences. Thank you for listening. So I will take my mask off so you can hear me better. And uh, as you can hear, uh, I have little accent. Some people say very strong. Uh, I say medium. And uh, I hope that you will at least understand my words um, and, um, and bear with me. So my name is Tan Fu. As Yunnan said, I use the pronouns she and her. And I have been practicing in this order um, decades. <laughs> I mean, just decades. Uh, and uh, it's an honor for me to talk with you. Uh, I all the time enjoy the talks given by others. And I had been given the opportunity to do that, but it's the first time in this uh, setting. Uh, and I must say, uh, it's great and intimidating at the same time. So, um, but I'm very happy and I hope that I will be able to offer you something um, to take out of that and which can be useful to you. Uh, because the only intention here is to help. I mean, it will help me clarify a little bit what I want to say, uh, but at the same time, it's really uh, to offer it to you all. So uh, the subject today, uh, is dear to me in one sense, in a lot of sense. Uh, when I was, uh, when Hojin Sensei uh, asked me to give this talk uh, and not just go over my history and all that, that I already went through that uh, in other times, uh, she asked me to um, what I will feel good to talk about. And um, in our training and in Buddhism training for other traditions, not only in Zen, uh, the parameters um, which are the perfection, the virtues, um, are uh, paramount in our life, uh, in our life for our life. So I said, parameters, and she says, yeah, great. Uh, what about patience? Uh, so she does not remember exactly that she asked me to talk about patience, but uh, when I mentioned to her, yes, I'm preparing uh, my uh, talk on patience, she said, oh, patience, what a good idea. So, uh, so here I am. Uh, so, first of all, uh, a few words about what parameters are. Uh, in our tradition, in Buddhism, I mean, sometimes there are ten, but here we are uh, studying six of them. Um, and in, they have an order which is not really an order because they all include each other, uh, but they are set. I mean, we have to make lists sometimes, right, to start somewhere. So uh, the first one um, of the six parameters is dana, uh, giving, generosity. So it's the first one. And here I, I feel that in offering myself in one sense, so my practice, so my experiences, I am offering it. So uh, maybe in that talk, generosity will be included. 
Uh, the second is Sila, uh, morality or the precepts. Uh, we, um, when we have their uh, black bib like that, uh, we receive the precepts, which means that we um, we just uh, demonstrated our uh, desire and uh, to re to really follow the precepts of the bodhisattva, that being which is offering his life or uh, to others. So we, the uh, sila are really the uh, observation, observance of those uh, precepts. But I will not go to them because that will be 10 precepts, then 13, then 16, then here I will backwards. So let's say precepts sila. Uh, the third one is uh, patience. Uh, patience or Xanti. Um, and that's the third one. And this is the one that I will be uh, talking about today with you. Uh, the fourth one is effort, viraya, uh, which is our really uh, our focus on those virtues and on our practice, because all that is practice. Then after that, you have dhyana, meditation. We all uh, received beginning instructions, so this is that. And the uh, last one, sixth one, is prajna. Prajna Paramita, the wisdom uh, that we chanted, in fact, this morning in the Heart Sutra. So those Paramita, uh, they are innate in all of us, according to the Buddha, but we have to practice them. We are all at the beginning, full of those virtues, but they are obscured by our conditioning, by everything which really, our doubts, everything which comes in the way. So we want to cultivate them. And in order to cultivate a virtue, uh, we have to be familiar with it. So here I am uh, citing the Buddha. The six perfection or the paramita are the guides to our practice. What do we have to do? And the Buddha said, when asked the question, to live our life according to the Dharma, and what is the base of training after raising the body-mind, the desire to clarity, the desire to enlightenment. The Buddha said, there are six bases to be cultivated, generosity or dana, morality or sila, patience or xanti, Energy, effort, or viraya, meditation, or dhyana, and wisdom, or prajna. So here we are. The Buddha said that we are all endowed of them, and we have to practice them. This is the basis of our practice. So as I was saying, uh, Xanti comes, or patience comes, uh, in third place, but it's never in isolation. Uh, patience is never cultivated all by itself. It has to be with all other uh, parameters coming in. 
So uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, even does not call Xanti or uh, patience um, that way. He just uh, calls it inclusiveness, mindful. Sorry, mindful training or inclusiveness. So, uh, as definition, uh, Xanti is often said that it is tolerance, forbearance, endurance, or composure. And literally, it means able to withstand. So, and it's classified in general in the Buddhist training um, as personal, how we deal with hardship, suffering caused by interaction with others, and third, the patient of the truth, of the painful truth about our human condition. So, I will start with something which could be really familiar to all of us, and which is patience with ourselves. So, we had been very fortunate in a lot of ways to find our path here together and to have been given, offered, beginning instructions in meditation. This is where we really start, in my view, this is where I really started to uh, practice patience. Because as soon as you are giving instructions, we are told to uh, keep counting our breath, to be focused on our breath. And it is really, we, I discovered, I, I say we because I all the time assume that we are all in the same basket, more or less, for, uh, for those experiences. But uh, if you are not feeding the we, uh, replace my we by a, my eye, you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I feel all the time that really receiving beginning instructions and starting to meditate is really uh, where you ca I can start to see uh, my impatience with myself. Uh, starting to judge, starting to comment on whatever I was giving, the instructions to see a thought and let it go, how many times I did not let go that thought and how many times I had to go back to the beginning, release that and be patient with myself at the same time because suddenly, uh, you know, judging oneself, criticizing myself, I'm not good at that and this and that, just Okay, patience. Go back. Patience with yourself. So patience with the pain that we can have in our legs. So really, sitting meditation is a beautiful ground to see how our um, impatience is building up. So uh, be patient with oneself is really also what kind of lead us uh, to be patient with others. Um, in my, I want to introduce that at one point because I will use uh, those uh, images or analogies uh, often, or yeah, often. Uh, I had been in my professional life a designer of knitwear. Uh, which means that I went from the uh, conception of a design 
uh, to the execution of that thing with a ball of yarn and two needles. Uh, so uh, here in doing that, uh, it requires a certain amount of patience. So it led me to think, and that's before even I started to uh, meditate, it led me to think that I was such a patient person. And uh, it's not always true. So I will take an example which happened because we have so many opportunities to practice patience. I mean, this morning, you know, I prepared that talk for a week. I was, you know, going in that direction, that direction. Is that me? Is that really that? And I was, uh, I was thinking, so look at your life right now and look at that patience. And as soon as I put the foot on the ground, you know, as soon as I get up, I can feel that I have to practice patience constantly. It is so many opportunity in uh, the daytime or in the night too uh, to practice patience. So um, recently, uh, and I, I will have zillions of, uh, of uh, things, but you, you may have your, your own experiences about that because I presume I'm not the only, I mean, I all the time think that I am the only one, but I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one. And, uh, but the other day I was offered to, and bear with me, uh, because maybe I go too much in details and I can, but be patient. And, and I was offered two skeins of yarn. So the skeins are long, uh, rings or oval or whatever of yarn. And uh, in, in a lot of threads, a continuous thread from the beginning of the skein to the next one. But in order to knit it, I need to put it in a ball. So, uh, and a lot of people are uh, offering that yarn and are uh, spinning it and putting in skein. And I put it in a ball. And People have different ways to do that. And usually I'm rushy. I take the skein and I start the ball when I find the two ends. And the first skein was all tangled. I did not look at it carefully at the beginning when I started to put it in a ball. And it was all tangled. And I was here, tenfu. I mean, Zabet, because that's my street name. And I talk to me sometimes in Tenfut and sometimes in Zabet. So I was here, Zabet, follow the thread. Because I opened it too fast and I was totally confused with that thing. And I was here and I was, that determination, I will not lose an inch of that yarn. I will not cut it. I will not, that was cashmere, very fine yarn, beautiful yarn, dyed with love. And I was here, oh, no. I mean, yeah, Saint Zabet, look at the skin, look at the thread. And I was here with my ball of yarn going in and out of the entanglement and coming to a knot and what do you do with a knot? Why you don't pull on it? You, you push it like that. So it, it makes, a, you know, it breathes and all that. And I was doing that and I was saying, oh, what a beautiful training and experience in order to give it to you. And it suddenly I had to trace uh, visually and all that all those entanglements and I was coming out and after two hours I had that nice little, not big, little ball of yarn ready to be knitted. But I had a second skein and the second skein I did right away. 
I said, okay, let's go with this one now. And I studied the whole thing and how it had been tied by the, uh, pro uh, the person who made that yarn, how it had been tied together. And I took the time to undo those knots, which was, they were responsible. I was not, right? That, that was, because during the whole tangling and all that, I was thinking, oh my God, those people bring those down and all that. They, go, they could say, anyway, so they were the, <laughs> the responsible, not me. Then suddenly I say, okay, second board. And I untied the knots first and opened it and went like that. And it went like a charm. I mean, it was so beautiful. And after 15 minutes, the same little board and this one was here in my hands. So during all that time that I thank, I thank my struggle because it gave me a little bit of an example to give you uh, about how when we rush to do something, uh, very often we entangle and uh, and we get uh, we tripped over things and all that and we are not but when we are studying more or less the parkour before uh, going there uh, it works uh, like a charm as i was saying so i felt very uh, very blessed to have that experience like that uh, to uh, bring to you and um, and to be at the same time able to demonstrate, you know, how the mind, my mind was working at the beginning, you know, being there, you know, be, being being finished, finished f uh, soon, and the other one, take your time. Now it's really the rhythm and to. Uh, put that yarn into a ball. So, uh, ball, ball, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, so now that was me patience with myself and discovering uh, how impatient I was uh, with myself and how uh, instead of getting, getting frustrated and cut the yarn and all that, how just I took my time to see the way it was untangled, then after that to study it first, then to, uh, to do the job and to see how uh, my uh, study of that and my impatience was useful for uh, the next one. Uh, so uh, that was patience with myself. And it's a, a zillions of examples of ourselves getting frustrated with ourselves, right? So uh, after that, it's patience with others. And here, uh, that's another story. I mean, with oneself, we beat ourselves up just like that, right? Uh, but with others. Uh, that uh, can be a real challenge. And um, here again, and I did not really mention that for the first one, but I all the time feel that uh, impatience uh, and irritation and uh, all, all that dukkha and satisfaction and all that is very close to anger. Uh, and uh, with others, I mean, we can get very angry at ourselves, right? But and and we can, but we we have to deal with that with ourselves more or less. So that's a one-to-one -one situation. Me and me, uh, Zabet and uh, Tenfu and. Uh, but uh, with others, this is uh, another uh, ball game, really. And uh, how many times, I mean, really in my life, um, a long life, uh, I had been um, really uh, angry, frustrated with others, uh, justifying all the time my uh, irritation, like that's not me, that's them, 
uh, and uh, leaving behind me a landscape uh, not too pretty, uh, not too nice. Um, I had been destroying uh, relationships, um, a lot of them, um, all the time justifying my uh, action. Uh, and uh, my button had been pressed very often, and all the time I, uh, I really very often put the blame uh, on others. But I'm not here to confess my, uh, my faults, but at the same time, uh, I am here to how do we deal with that? How did I deal with that? So when I entered uh, the path of the Bodhisattva and when I started to meditate and to be much more aware of the harm, really, direct harm, that my uh, irritation, impatience, uh, can uh, really give to others. Uh, never really, I mean, it was never really intentional, intentional, the hurt, right? But it was for me to just, you know, stop something. And, uh, but I realized in practicing and all that, that uh, really uh, it's, not, it's not the way to go in order to live a life of really uh, compassion, understanding of others, and uh, bringing peace instead of conflict. I mean, it is obvious that right now in our world, um, it's so much conflict, it's so much of everything, that it, it could be very easy uh, for me to just, you know, check out or not see it or not do anything about it. And the path uh, leads me uh, elsewhere to really be aware of the suffering of uh, us, really our suffering. But I have to add that meditation and going inside and be familiar with my own mind and my own impatience brought a lot of patience for others. Uh, because once again, we are all the same in a lot of respects. Our conditioning is different. Our life stories are different, everything. But at the, uh, fundamentally, we are all, we have those virtues. And in entering the path, we enter them and decided to cultivate them. In a lot of uh, religions and all um, our philosophy, I mean, cultivating our own mind and to, uh, uh, to quote uh, Candide, uh, cultivating our own garden. Uh, I mean, it's kind of uh, a common uh, practice if we want really to bring peace uh, to the world, but we ha and we have to start with ourselves. But after that, we have to offer it to others. So um, that was the uh, and here I will give. I I don't know if I I should do that now. Anyway, so uh, to to re. Uh, locate impatience and see how impatience is uh, building, you know, in us and how it is close to anger. I mean, here it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's so close to uh, explosion very often. 
And we have to be, uh, when, you know, it's some signs, you know, of uh, impatience. Uh, we start to uh, move around. Uh, the, the body is starting to uh, show some signs of impatience. Uh, we call that, well, uh, having ants in our pants. I mean, <laughs> right? So um, that's, uh, you know, we feel it. Uh, in French, we have few uh, delightful expressions, too. Uh, and one is that we are uh, chewing on our brakes. All right? On ronge nos freins. Like that. Or when you f we feel it coming, it, and because it's French, we have the mustard coming to our nose. <laughs> so, uh, so it, it, it's a trigger, right? I mean, suddenly, <sighs> then we are ready to jump and to uh, add the other, right, or the situation and all that. But entering the path, taking a step back, right? Oh, I feel that coming up, coming up, coming back up. And before it's too late, right? Take a deep breath and just go inside yourself and come back to the moment. Come back to the moment. Because it's all the time demonstrating that I want something else than what it is now. Right now, the situation is complete in itself, but I want it to be otherwise, right? So, or uh, you take too long to say what you have to say, and you finish the sentence. I mean, here I am privileged, right? I'm talking, and you cannot even stop me, so, <laughs> right? I mean, but if I was not here right now, we are outside together, right? And I'm start, starting the story of my winding the yarn and all that. At one point, you right, you will say that bold, it's here or not? I mean, you know, you, you know, so anyway. That's, um, you know, when you feel it, it's physical at the beginning. I mean, it's the whole, you know, we are one unit, right? So let's not forget that. And here with the impatience, it's, uh, it's all happening here, right? But the, the body is starting to manifest a little bit of reaction there, right? So at least, you know, uh, being aware of that can help the situation. You know, I have a clock here, and I don't want to be too long, but I did not look at the clock at the beginning, so uh, I'm sorry, but I will watch it now. Okay, so that was, that's the patience with others, right, which is very often triggering uh, this impatience, and, um, and, and here, really uh, patience again uh, is kind of the antidote to that uh, reaction reaction and patience will help us help me more to respond to a situation a situation needs very often a, a response and uh, to, instead of just burning the bridges and burning out and, and exploding, and after that, well, what is left, right? Uh, just a, a, a battlefield, you know, with wounded uh, uh, people and all that. So the sooner we feel that mustard coming to our nose, la moutarde qui monte au nez, uh, the better. Right. Uh, then after that uh, comes uh, the patience with the truth. And here I will not go too much into that because I'm not a teacher and I'm not a senior uh, student, but um, just a, a brushing over it what is that patience with the truth that uh, is difficult to have and how impatient we can be? Well, when I hear uh, in the teaching 
that uh, the self is empty. The self is empty of reality, that the self, I depend in order to exist. I depend of, on all the world, all the things in the world. I, I cannot exist on myself. What? I cannot be the nice little fabric, texture, human being that I thought I was. I depend on you, on the situation, or this, on that. I am not only, as Daidoroshi was calling it, the skin bag. I depend on you, you depend on me, we are all interconnected, we are all interdependent. I cannot explode just like that because you piss me off. I cannot do all that. No. The truth is that the self is empty. So each time you bring, I bring myself into that as a, an entity, independent entity, I am being impatient and I am not fulfilling, in fact, my vows to be of benefit to other others. So, uh, I, and I, it's other truths that are difficult to swallow, except that sometimes they are welcome in the um, uh, for the in the impatient area. I mean, they are be, they could be a curse and they can be welcome, and that's the impermanence of everything. So, in the case, I, I mean, it's it's hard to feel. Uh, that everything, I mean, we are not all the time thinking that things are impermanent. And sometimes it's a big help uh, in order to accept that, right? Like uh, when a pain stops, really, the uh, impermanence of that pain is pretty good. But uh, otherwise, you know, the impermanence of our life, uh, the impermanence of youth, I can talk about that, uh, can uh, be pretty uh, damaging to uh, patients. You know, it's not all the time with a good and serene heart that I see that the years are passing, that I am losing a lot of things. I'm not talking about my hair, uh, but I, I do. And, but my youth, I mean, really, where, uh, I, ca I could do things that I cannot do anymore and uh, the slowing down. So, you know, it, it's that double sword edge, right? Because the side of me say, oh, when we come uh, older, we become wiser. So that could be, you know, be patient. You know, that the, the older you get, the more patient you will be. So that's a kind of good aspect to it. But at the, at the same time, you know, uh, a lot of things I cannot do anymore. And uh, I could be impatient with myself because I cannot do them. So it's another truth which sometimes in bringing a little bit of impatience around me. So uh, what do we have to do uh, with all that? Well, awareness is really uh, the key to it. It's really uh, to uh, bring some clarity. It's not really to say I'm impatient because, you know, the, the reason, the teeth and that, they are good to examine it, but it's really in going deeper into oneself and to see how uh, that energy of impatience and all that, which could be useful sometimes, but very often, if we can manage it, uh, to not give it 
speed of uh, to add energy, right? I all the time feel that impatience or anger and all that is a fire, really, that we have, and uh, which is good in a lot of ways because it's a, it's an indicator and it's maybe good to be witnessing it. But at the same time, since we don't want to add, I don't want to add uh, fire, oil to the fire, uh, patience being the antidote, it comes in down and it put the fire, it extinguishes it for now. I mean, it does not mean that it's not a little ember yet <laughs> still inside that fire, you know, like Hojin Sensei was giving, a, I think, a talk recently about uh, this uh, hermit who was uh, in his uh, hut and he put a sign out and he was uh, saying, I conquered patience. Uh, and uh, somebody came uh, around and said, hmm, what does that sign say? And I conquered patience. Then the da 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 da, da and fifty times after fifty times the the hermit say, I said that I was and I, oh say thank you to the person which in uh, occurrence was Avalokiteshvara to bring that to that person and to uh, lead them to uh, put the sign off <laughs> and again. So it's all the time, it's never conquered, uh, conquered, conquered, no, conquered, conquered. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's never definitive, or maybe I should not say never, uh, but it's often at least uh, you come down uh, that energy. I come down that energy and I can see more clearly uh, what I have to do. So sometimes to an irritation, uh, a solution uh, can be found and uh, which is not as destructive uh, and as, uh, you know, because after that, when you destroy something, the restoration of uh, trust and all that takes a long time. And uh, uh, Shantideva was saying that in a minute of anger, uh, eons of good doing and all that are destroyed. And to take another image of the knitting world, uh, very often I see, uh, I taught knitting for a lot of people, and very often when I see uh, the knitting, I can very often see when uh, people or myself have been tense. Uh, you know, with the, the stitches which are crunching, or when they had been too relaxed. And uh, so it, it's a, very often you see uh, the path of uh, the irritation, uh, and you can uh, deal with it in a constructive way. Uh, and again, I say, you know, you come back to the moment, you come back, I come back to myself, and I look more deeply into uh, myself. Because sometimes also we we rule impatience like that, but, uh, and we are, re you know, it's not all the time, it's not completely disappearing. So they are kind of surface uh, dealing with. So uh, I have to go when I feel impatient, very deeply in inside myself to not, uh, you know, to, to not let it be so fragile, in fact, that patience, you know, that it can be blown away by me, by the situation, by that. So awareness is, um, is the way to go. Uh, I will conclude. Um, in order to prepare that talk, I had been... Uh, reading, trying to really recollect my own uh, experience with uh, impatience. Because, I mean, patience, if you do something just by love of doing it and all that, sometimes 
I don't even know when you don't see the clock going and all that. I don't even know that we can call it patience then, right? Uh, I mean, I don't. I call it uh, mindfulness. I can I, uh, focus or uh, delighted to be this and that, but uh, it, it's not really patience at that moment. Uh, for me, patience is really the antidote to impatience and to anger. So uh, I was listening to uh, some talks also. I was reading also, and if you are online, the Mountain Records, which is our, uh, I mean, that was uh, something which was published, uh, printed at one point, but now it's only online. And in 2014, uh, the theme was patience. And uh, it had been asked to a lot of students uh, of the MRO to uh, give their experience uh, about patience. You know, nice thing, but I will not read yours. But uh, I was reading... And I was reading them also to, because at one point I was saying, oh, maybe I will not do a, a talk about myself. Maybe I will take the mountain records, then I will read all the MRO uh, take on that. But it was really not fair. Uh, not for them and not for me. And uh, so I left it uh, at that. But it's a good thing. I think they are all available online. And um, that was really a good issue. Uh, so I was reading that. And I was also listening to some uh, teachers talk from other sangha, not ours. And I was uh, drawn to, what, I mean, I, I could have picked up so much. But here, his name, and I don't know if I pronounce it very well, it's Frank Ostaseski. Uh, he's a teacher in the Shonryu Suzuki tradition, and he was giving a talk to Yupaya Center uh, in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And, um, uh, you know, I was listening, and uh, he went through a lot of struggles himself with his uh, patience, anger, and uh, he had a lot of problems with his health and all that. And he comes to a conclusion which I really love and that I refer very often. Uh, and it's here. I mean, I, it's not exactly his words, or few are his words, but I, it's not a, a literal transcript of what he was saying. But he was saying, I am often thinking that the essential for our actions is to not return harm. Patience is an act of love. Patience is facing difficulties in a constructive way. Love is a support for patience. It gives the capacity to expand the heart and the mind. Compassion, trust, reveal what is true. We have to have faith in our nature. This faith is liberating. True will is total surrender. Keep trusting your practice. So I am really keeping that, sorry, to heart. Patience is an act of love. And really, when I am in a difficult situation, and when I feel that impatience building up, remembering patience is an act of love, can really soften, expand the mind, the heart. And I really thank Frank Ostaseski uh, to bring that uh, little words. And now I will take a risk. 
I will recite the first verse of a poem that I often call to my mind and my heart, and it is in French. And I will give it to you, offer to you in French. Not a translation. I did not find a good translation, and I did not want to make one. So here it is. The theme, and I, I will uh, translate the title. <laughs> It's La Ralenti. And La Ralenti means slowing down. It had been written by Henri Michaud, uh, a contemporary uh, poet who uh, passed uh, in, uh, at the end of last century and who had been very close to his uh, experience and to his mind. He had been using a lot of uh, uh, substance uh, controlled by a medical profession. He had been using a lot of drugs. Uh, mescaline had been uh, also uh, something that he used all the time in supervision, surveillance of uh, uh, a medical corps, uh, corp with him. And uh, so he wrote that poem that I learned uh, when I was in France in the 70s and uh, that I learned by heart and that I call very often when I am impatient. Ralenti. On tâte le pouls des choses. On y ronfle. On a tout le temps, tranquillement, toute la vie. On gobe les sons. On les gobe tranquillement, toute la vie. I will stop here and end up with one that you will all understand and practice with me. It's Thich Nhat Hanh who says, the present moment is all you ever have. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for your patience.